Welcome to episode 29 of Your Routine Queen podcast. I am going to be talking about three non-negotiable activities that you should be working on to grow your business in 90 minutes a day. This is going to be a reality check of things that you are doing, are skipping, are resisting, and can we fit this into your calendar? Let's jump into it. This is Chelsea Fournier, AKA Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. Okay, so we're going to talk today about things that maybe you didn't even think you needed to be doing, right? Like when you launch an online business, maybe I'm thinking of a couple of recent clients, like maybe you are a health coach. Maybe you're someone who's been trained in hypnotherapy. Maybe you're a Reiki energy practitioner. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, I could do this online and that would be a lot more scalable. So I could grow bigger. I wouldn't have to leave my home. I could do sessions from Zoom in my pajamas. Like there's a lot, a lot, a lot of pros of growing an online business. You may decide to split some of your time. Like you may find that going to expos. One of my students in Align to Ignite just went to an expo, like an in-person expo this weekend and booked some sessions and sold some really beautiful packages to support people that she met at the expo. That can still be part of what you're doing, right? And if you see the value of growing through social media, of expanding your reach, of having that scalability, maybe being able to book more clients or do group programs or community classes in a way that you just can't in your local environment, then all of a sudden you step into like, okay, so what does it mean to run an online business? What does it mean to be in business for myself at all? Like maybe you've never done this before and now all of a sudden it's also online and there's all these tech issues and things that are going on. And so I just wanted to take today to acknowledge that if If you have stepped into growing an online business, it does not mean that you immediately have to all of a sudden become an influencer or that in order to be successful, you have to have 10,000 followers on any platform. It doesn't mean you have to all of a sudden compare yourself to individuals who are growing very different businesses online. Okay, so you may be listening to this and you may be, you know, thinking about launching a business or you have a business or you're growing more of like a healing practice in person, but you want to go online. You may already be online. I don't know where you're at. I would love to hear from you. P.S. Come message me on uh, Instagram at your routine queen and let me know what you think about this episode and kind of where you're at in your business currently. I always love that. But all of a sudden you have all these tasks that get thrown at you. Like maybe you should be doing a reel every single day. Maybe you should be posting on social media more often. Maybe you should launch a podcast. Maybe you should be doing your readings on Instagram or live or on YouTube so other people can find it. And like there's all these ways, all these ideas of what you could be doing to create content, how you could be growing and nurturing your audience. And then on top of all these new things that A, might be exciting, B, 
let's be honest, might be overwhelming if you're not like super tech savvy and in love with that side of things. And then you're like, okay, well, I still, I mean, the whole point of running my business is to serve my clients or to support people in the sessions or to run the programs that I do, right? Like that's the whole point. And now all of a sudden you find that a lot of your time is being spent on marketing activities. I just want to honor that you may be a team of one. And so you stepped into this saying, I have these gifts. I know that I can do them online. I can do distance healing or I can create community programs and the energy online will be just as valuable as if it was in person. And so you see the opportunity for growing. And then it's very easy to get sucked into the marketing, the content, the never ending tech tasks of like how you could grow and scale and get to six figures and get to seven figures. Awesome. And then you start to see people talking about like hiring a virtual assistant and having a team. And you're like, wow, I really just wanted to help more people. <laughs> Have you ever felt this way that there's the attraction of building something online, but then all of a sudden you're like, do I want to be a content creator? Do I want to be on TikTok every day? Do I want to be on my screen constantly? And so what I'm going to walk through today is some categories of non-negotiable activities. If you decide to do all three of them, you could do them in 90 minutes. You could pick and choose. Like the value that I hold in my programs of discernment is more important than ever, knowing that you can do a gazillion things online to grow your brand, to grow your connectedness, to grow your audience, to grow your business. You can. And you can also get lost in those actions and feel very disconnected from why you started an online business to begin with. I work with lightworkers, with visionaries, with sensitive souls, individuals who are like put on this earth, put in this timeline for a very specific purpose and reason. And for most of us, sitting at Canva, pulling our hair out, like regretting that we're not all of a sudden also an amazing graphic designer, may not be the reason you're here. <laughs> like, let's just be honest, there's a lot of tasks that when you think about a large company. There is a marketing department. They might have a graphic designer in-house. They might have a video editor in-house. They might have a legal team that reviews all of the contracts. They might have, you know, someone who is only in charge of client scheduling and client communication. Someone who's in charge of running all of the payment processing. Like these are different departments in larger companies. And now we have the amazing ability, opportunity, and beauty of being able to hop online and run a business online. And yet it can be very easy to forget that like in other organizations, these are different departments. And if it's all falling on you and you're a sensitive person and you don't wanna be on screen time 24 seven, it can almost feel like a losing battle and it doesn't have to, it does not have to feel that way. So what I'm gonna do today is really talk through some categories of activities to help you ease your mind into the types of things that you can be doing to grow your business on a daily basis without having to jump into like the bro marketing, the hustle mentality, the message 100 people a day. If you're listening to my podcast, I'm guessing that does not jive with you. It doesn't jive with me. I will use the word succumb. <laughs> I did succumb to some of those tactics believing for years that like I was just doing it wrong because working the numbers wasn't working for me. And what I know now is that working in any way that's out of alignment or that's ignoring my higher self or my inner guidance or my guides is never going to work for me because it's taking the hard path instead of taking the easier path and the journey of more ease and joy and abundance that truly comes from the guidance. And so I'm going to give you, if you're a note taker, if you're just listening to this, it's fine too. But the three categories 
And then we're going to talk about like all the things you got to do on top of that that is actually running your business. And this is not to overwhelm you. It's actually to help you see you're probably doing way more than you think every day to run your business. You may desire some more balance between the three categories, and that's okay too. So the first category, you may not hear this from a lot of business coaches. The first category, and if we were divvying this up into a 90 minutes, like let's say you only have 90 minutes a day to work your business on top of like actually being available for sessions. Okay, let's just imagine that your calendar already has time blocks when like your clients can book in for sessions or when your community program live events are already booked. And now you're saying, okay, what do I do to start filling these sessions or growing my brand or making sure I don't run out of clients when these existing clients are up in their contract? And so if you were to look at 90 minutes, I think each of these is equally important. And so let's just say it's 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes. The first 30 minutes, I believe in the highest importance, the first to happen in the timeline of your workday, this can be included in your work day. Like right now I have a nanny here. So I have childcare to be here with my son so that I can be in work mode. And the first 30 minutes I spent was on mindset and grounding. Whatever that looks like for you. I have some very specific practices that feel really great to me. I'm gonna describe for 30 minutes this morning and I put a timer on for me personally, I don't currently feel like I have the luxury of just letting it expand, even if it feels like an expansive day where I would love to do mindset for an hour and a half. Maybe that would be good for my business, but where I'm at right now with limited pockets of time when I have childcare and then wanting to be really present when I'm with my son after, I set it for 30 minutes. And so within that 30 minutes, what are some things that I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be journaling. I'm going to maybe be connecting with my inner child, doing a little bit of healing. I am going to be stretching my body. I am going to be taking some time to really clear ego, clear any attachments that feel like they're not serving me, really tap in and tune in and get connected to my, what I call higher self. Some people call different things, inner guidance, guides, messages from the universe, whatever it is. Um, it could be prayer for you. It could be a breath work. 10 minutes. It could be a 15 minute meditation in that 30 minutes. So really leaning into what it's going to look like for me this morning, I have some hiring decisions to make. And so I also took some time to work with my singing bowl, my sound bowl, and also my crystal dowsing and my little dowsing chart to help make some decisions about hiring. Like that's all to me mindset and grounding so that I'm stepping into my work after and that work time is going to feel more effective, A, but also coming from a space of being in more alignment. If I skip the 30 minutes or I crunch it down to just five because I convince myself that I have way too much to do today, the way too much to do today consumes me. I don't know if you can relate to this. So I'm not going to dictate what you need to do for mindset and grounding, but I think those are some really typical things. If you use plant medicine, CBD or microdosing or anything like incorporating that, setting intentions for your day, stepping outside and getting some sunshine, working with your crystals, pulling cards, like don't skip that. If you are a spiritual being, if you are an intuitive entrepreneur, then you cannot skip that and then just step into action and expect that it's going to feel authentic or feel aligned or feel grounded. Whatever it is that you've got to do for your energy hygiene, one of my past guests, Heather Hartman, talks about your daily energy hygiene as though you're brushing your teeth. How are you kind of brushing your, your energy? Give it 30 minutes at least, right? If you're in a season where you don't even have 90 minutes to run your business day to day and you need to compress all of them, 
I don't know, I guess you get to use your judgment, but don't skip that. It really is part of doing the do when you're running an online business as a light worker, sensitive soul, anybody who's really here for a purpose and wanting to leverage all of the connectedness, all of the online, all of the screen time, all of the, you know, talk to someone on the other side of the world in five seconds. You want to connect with that and have the opportunity, but you don't want it to be draining you. And if you skip whatever practice it is for you of that energy hygiene, the mindset, the grounding, it is going to feel overwhelming. So the second category, and this I believe can get down to 30 minutes, is creating and posting and sharing content. So if you are looking to grow your audience, having a content strategy is going to be important. Uh, making sure that, you know, this could include sending an email to your email subscriber list. It could include posting on social media, sharing stories, for example, on Facebook or Instagram. It could mean repurposing content to another platform. So maybe you posted something really juicy over on Instagram on Friday and you wanna repurpose it over to Facebook or a Facebook group or LinkedIn today to just kind of like hit up a different audience with that. That could be included in that time. Recording or publishing a podcast episode or YouTube video could, it be, could be included in that time. Now this category could take all day. It could take all day, especially if you're not super tech savvy, if you don't have the systems in place that you know are gonna help you to be more effective, it could take all day. And so the more efficient you can get, in fact, I have a program that is called Your Efficient and Energized Content Creation System for Sensitive Souls. And it walks you through exactly how I use a Trello board and different methods of creating inspiration and saving inspiration and setting little micro habits throughout the week that I can batch that allow me to be able to, in 30 minutes, potentially do all of those things. I could send out an email that I've already pre-written or it could already be scheduled. I could have a post ready because I already have the image made and the copy written. I just need to copy and paste it. I could do a couple live stories. I could take a post and put it over to another platform and not record an, a podcast episode, but if it's already pre-recorded and edited, then I could publish it or promote it or send it out to my email list. And all of that could happen in 30 minutes or less. Now, I'm just going to go backwards like a year Doing one of those things would take me more than 30 minutes. So if you're listening to me saying that, this is why I'm your routine queen. I'm trying to teach you little micro habits, uh, batching systems, the way that you can start to look at creating in micro habits so it doesn't all have to happen in one big creative spurt that may or may not exist today, right? Like think about this. If you do your mindset and grounding and you're getting inner guidance that like, it is not a day to go be super extroverted or be connecting. Or maybe you're in a phase of your menstrual cycle where you just don't want to be putting yourself out there or you're just feeling very raw or very vulnerable. If the next thing on your list is to go do a live video on Instagram and post two different places, it's not going to be ideal. And so you want to give yourself content batching, content creation systems, rituals, and routines so that even if you're not like in the spark, in the moment, excited to be putting your face on camera, you can still be present. You can be following your content strategy, even if you're not feeling it this second, because it doesn't take much feeling to just go copy and paste, put an image, put some captions, put it all together. It doesn't take that much. And as such, over time, as you get into some of these routines, it actually doesn't take that much time. So even if you're not like at a space of believing me that it is possible, I want you to just be open to the idea that in 30 minutes or less a day, you could be posting multiple posts on social media. You could be emailing your email list. 
You could be publishing a podcast or a YouTube video. If you have been getting into routines to make it so that much of that content has been done in other pockets of time when you did feel creative, okay? So I'm going to be doing more and more on this topic, especially with this new system that I developed that comes out. It's also a part of my Claim It and Call It In workshop intensive series. You do get that content creation system built into that. And I'm actually going to take a second and speak about this workshop because as I'm recording this, this is actually just like in process for the first time. So for me, when I create a new aligned offering, I run it for the first time with some spaciousness, with me doing a lot of it live, seeing what the feedback from the students going through the experiences, testing and tweaking, and then sitting with it and saying, okay, is this something that's valuable ongoing for people who I interact with in my business? Did this really solve a problem that many of my potential students come to me and that this could be like a beginning step? And I've got to tell you, after running this workshop intensive twice back to back and doing it with six different amazing souls, amazing human beings, I did two pods of three people. So two different time slots. I've got to tell you, this is going to be something that sticks around. So you can go into the show notes and check out if there's a claim it and call it an intensive coming up. Because what I realized is that Everything I just talked about with creating content and being really efficient is so effing hard until you have claimed your signature transformation and gotten some guidance and mentoring on how to start using that and infusing it into all of your content, into all of your presence online to start calling in your soul clients. Some of the testimonials and just comments and chiming in and like people DMing me after this workshop. There was someone who actually DMed me. I'm going to pull it up right now. This was not really like planned. I'm not going to share her name because I didn't ask her this. Let me see. Basically, she said that she had never been more present or aware of the impact that she desires to make than being on that workshop intensive with me and the other two ladies that were on that time slot with her. It was so powerful to see. I'm actually getting a little choked up to see this woman who feels like she's been vanilla, like she's just been posting and her bio doesn't really represent what she wants to be doing. And she's really actually very cutting edge and willing to take a stand on something that could ruffle some feathers in her community, but in such an authentic and respectful and kind way. And in this container, she told us some things that she said she had never told anybody else. And that's the kind of energy and safety that I desire to create in all of my communities and programs. But to see it happen so quickly in such a short container, this was a 90-minute call where I taught a topic for 30 minutes, and then the remaining hour was divvied up between these three ladies. And to feel that sense of safety, and another woman who was on that particular time slot also said that, she had never felt more connected to a training that the first 30 minutes where I actually teach you about how to claim your signature transformation and what it looks like and the logistics and how to bring this messaging and where to put the messaging that she said she often will tune out during a training part and then just kind of like wait for when she needs to talk live and that she was like waiting with bated breath and feeling validated and just so excited for how she then start to craft what I was teaching into her own messaging and infuse her content. We actually came up with an entirely new income stream, like way that she could start monetizing her brand like ASAP. And it was just so, so cool. I know this is just a tiny bit of a rant, but it was such a powerful experience. And so 
If you're listening to me and you are saying, getting to a place where I could be in micro habits, creating routines around content feels so far where you are at right now, it may be because you are disconnected from understanding what your signature transformation is. If you've not heard me talk about this yet, I will have an entire episode coming up on what the signature transformation is, but it's more than just finding your avatar. It's more than claiming your niche. It's more than just finding SEO keywords that are going to make your bio pop or which emojis to use. It's truly understanding what you're going to take a stand for, how you're going to infuse that, and how that's then going to inform every other decision in your business. And in many cases, finally help you speak your truth or finally help you step into an income stream that was literally like this woman could have tripped on that income stream, but she wasn't seeing it (laughs) because the signature transformation was not clear to her. I'm so excited to see how it unfolds for these ladies and it could unfold for you. So definitely if you have not yet checked out my claim it and call it in workshop intensives to see if that is doable for you, there will be a link in the show notes where you can go explore that and see if there is a time slot coming up that is available. I have a feeling whenever I start to open these up, they're going to sell out quickly. So if there is one and you're thinking about it, grab a spot or reach out to me and DM me and let's chat about whether it's a good fit for you. Okay, small rant. Didn't expect that, but feeling some passion around that. So now we're going to talk about the category number three. So we've got mindset and grounding, category one, creating and posting content, category number two, and then engaging and growing your audience. And this, I truly believe, is something that should happen on a daily basis. Do I do this every day? No. (laughs) It's always what falls to the bottom of my list, but it's what I'm working on because when I am in a flow of even doing this for 20 minutes a day intentionally, I attract the most amazing people, amazing soul clients to my content, to my work, to my programs. And so it's about finding specific ways and creating, gosh, I can't say this enough, specificity, like specific ways routines, rituals, themes, like organizing yourself around this, engaging and growing your audience. Some options of what this could look like. Engaging and growing your audience could look like identifying a handful, don't overwhelm yourself with a spreadsheet of like 100 Facebook groups, but identifying a handful of Facebook groups that you truly believe your sole client is hanging out in. Now, you're not going to go into these Facebook groups and just be like, hey, come hire me. Hey, I'm doing a session. Hey, I've got five spots open. You're not going to be in there to be spammy. You're going to be in there to be thoughtful and you're going to be in there to answer questions or to give your perspective or to share a resource. If someone asks a question and you've done a podcast topic on that before a recording, you could share that into the group. Like, How can you interact as though you're at a live conference of your soul clients and you're feeling people's energy and someone asks a question and you feel like you can chime in? Like, Hanging out in Facebook groups in that way, you might say, like, why would I do that? Because some of those people are going to come find you and some of them are going to click through to your profile and see that you're also active on Instagram or they're going to see that you have set up your Facebook profile so that it actually has a click, like an action they can take. And maybe they go from there to your podcast or they see that you have a workshop coming up. Like literally the other day in my Facebook DMs from someone who found me in a Facebook group and we were interacting, she actually was trying to pitch me on attending a workshop that she was running. And I just asked her some really insightful questions about the approach that she was using. And within a half hour, we were DMing back and forth and I was on the way to the gym. And by the time I, like I didn't DM her while I was driving, I'm only a two minute drive from the gym. So by the time I got to the gym, she said, I'm in because she wanted to work with me. She was such a soul client that we connected. She was thinking she was going to pitch me something. We started having a conversation. 
And so these types of things are going to happen if you think about sprinkling, if the term like engage with your audience feels weird to you or it feels too masculine or like imposed, just think about like sprinkling your greatness, sprinkling your perspective, finding some ways that you can interact and sprinkle some of your magic and some people are going to click through, especially if you've created some very easy steps for them to take if they bump into you and like you. And interacting in Facebook groups where you believe your sole client is hanging out is a beautiful garden that you can go sprinkle these seeds. And so you could create a a method where you're going to maybe have a spreadsheet or I use a Trello board and that's actually part of the content creation system is um, helping you to organize around some of these engagement activities. But thinking about Facebook groups where you could have that mentality of like sprinkling perspective, sprinkling feedback, experience, magic, right? Another thing that I think we should all be doing, if you have chosen a platform, for me it's Instagram is my primary social media platform, and I am looking to grow my audience, right? And yet too many of us take for granted the new followers coming into our audience. Like we create this content wanting to bring in new people, and then we don't say hi to the new people. And so having a ritual of actually saying hello in a meaningful way to people who are following you on your primary social media platform, I think is really smart. Unless you're at a place where you've got like 10,000 people following you every day, or you need a virtual assistant or a team to support you on this. Like if you have a fairly manageable audience, you know, if five people followed you today, could you start five conversations fairly quickly and make them authentic and, you know, say like, hey, oh my gosh, I noticed we have X, Y, and Z person in common. I think I might've seen you at this event online? Did we meet like some connection, right? And then, hey, how did you find my feed? I always love to know how people are finding me. That's really cool because you might actually hear them say, oh, I saw a comment you shared on a Facebook group and I just wanted to come learn more about you. Yay, that will validate (laughs) having done that action, right? But saying hi to new followers on whatever platform it is, super smart. Love that action. You could start to identify people on Instagram that you believe have a following who are similar to your sole client. So you could find some bigger thought leaders or influencers or podcasters or coaches who you think, you know, maybe you're not like in direct competition with them. They have a much larger audience, but a lot of those audience members are likely your sole clients. Then you can find really fun, high vibe ways to start interacting with that account. You could be commenting on uh, new posts that they put out and trying to be one of the first to comment because other people will see it. That's kind of fun to do. Or you could be looking at some of their feed posts and seeing like they're re- potentially really big accounts. Have they left a question unanswered? Has somebody asked a question on one of their comments and it went unanswered? If yes, and you happen upon it, sprinkle that love, sprinkle that magic, answer it. Give it in a way that adds some authority of what you do. Compliment you know, the the person who hosts that feed, like don't trash them and be like, don't listen to them, come follow me. No, but you can do it in such a kind way to be like a light and a positive energetic presence on that feed because your soul clients will start to notice it and be like, oh, every time this lady chimes in, I really like it. I'm going to go follow her. Okay. Another way you could engage and grow with your audience is reconnecting with past clients, seeing where their life and business is at right now, seeing where they are on their healing journey. They may be at a place where they want to ping back, like reconnect and do more work with you. Awesome. They may not. And they may be at a place where they're like excited to refer to you, or maybe they want to write a testimonial because their life has changed even more since you last talked to them. Like, don't drop old clients who aren't paying you like hot potatoes. Really refostering some of those relationships can be magic in your life, in your validation, and also in your business. And interacting with referral sources or collaborators. If you've brought someone on to, maybe you host a podcast and you brought a guest on six months ago. 
reach back out to them, see how their business is doing or see how their personal journey is going and just stay in touch. And also with referral sources, if someone has sent you a client in the past, maybe there's certain people like if you tend to get referrals from chiropractors, for example, for people who need more like energy work, or if you have this kind of like referral relationship, foster that. That's also part of engaging and growing your audience, even if it's offline, right? So this would be a category. Category number three. These are three categories of things. You can't do everything every day. You're not going to be like, okay, in my 30 minutes to engage and grow my audience, I'm going to interact in Facebook groups and say hi to new followers and do this and do that. No, (laughs) you might want to rotate. You might want to do it based on what you feel like today. You might want to do it based on you have assigned that every Monday you go through and make sure you've said hello to every new follower. And every Tuesday you go into Facebook groups, like you can organize this to be like assignments to yourself or just based on how you feel, but doing something in each of those three categories every day. Can you see that if over the course of 90 days you have worked on your mindset and really gotten grounded before you took any action? And then when you did take action, you put out some really beautiful content. Maybe it was pre-created or maybe you're writing it in the moment, but really trying to do that in 30 minutes or less. And then you're taking some intentional time to engage and grow your audience And then on top of that, what do you get to do? You get to serve your clients. You get to work on your aligned offerings. You get to strategize and like map out the growth of your business. You get to learn more, maybe investing in your own coach or program. You get to delegate and work with your team. If you desire to have a virtual assistant or a team, that's going to be one of your roles as well. And so there really is the ability to get everything done if you are focusing on those three categories of activities as non-negotiables. Now you get to decide, like maybe you don't wanna do these seven days a week, but you are the employer and the employee kind of, like when you run your own business, you're the employer in that like you're the boss that maybe you make a plan. And so you say every Monday we do this, every Tuesday we do this, every you know morning from seven to 8.30 is when we do these 90 minutes. Like you get to kind of make the plan and then you kind of show up as the quote unquote employee to execute the plan. Could you try something like this? Take this and spin it off into inspiration, bust out your planner, get out a spreadsheet, whatever it gets your juices flowing. What if you tried to do this for 30 days? right? They say a new habit takes 21 days. So what if we extended it a little bit more? You might not do it every single day of the week. What if for the next 30 days, you tried to explore what 90 minutes of activity in your business, breaking it up into these three categories could mean not only for yourself, because if you're not currently doing your mindset and grounding on a daily basis, that in and of itself is going to be life-changing. But layering in the creation and post content and engaging and growing your audience, like, I'm just curious to see. And if you do do this for 30 days or maybe like even extending into 90 days, I would love to hear from you on how this experiment goes. So I really just wanted to take today to talk through the reality check, understanding where you're at. You're not alone. You may desire less screen time, but more connectedness. You may want more community, but less like scrolling and spam time. You see the value of growing an online business. But what are some of the critical things you need to be thinking about doing Well, I hope you've gotten some really great ideas out of today's episode. Make sure to tune in. Next episode will actually be an interview episode. I'm super excited to bring episode 30 to you and the conversation that we'll be sharing around how to truly engage with people in a really meaningful way. It's going to be really fantastic. So if you have not yet subscribed, make sure you do so. And we'll see you on the next episode. (music) 
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.